What's going on, guys? It's Anthony, and it is Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, make sure hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on here today. It's exciting because tomorrow is the Xbox pre-order date. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We've got some new tech that we want to talk about as well. But how exciting is it today? Uh, Looking forward. I hope you guys had a great weekend and you're going to make the most of the coming week. Kicking it off with tomorrow, which is Tuesday, the 22nd. Everyone will have the opportunity to go ahead and pre-order the Xbox, again, whether it's a Series X or S or which, whichever way you're leaning, you'll have that opportunity now. With that being said, Dustin uh, talked a little bit about it on his podcast. I just so happened to be at Best Buy the release day of pre-order for the PlayStation. And I was actually there inquiring about the graphics cards that I've mentioned several times. So that was the, also the release date for the NVIDIA RTX 3080, kind of their flagship graphics card, and asked them because I was online, I was going to order one, and I never had the opportunity. So I don't know if it was up and down in between the times I was checking. It must have been, and they sold out rather quickly. So I asked the, uh, I think it was uh, Best Buy Geek Squad uh, guy that was standing in the computer area, asked him about that, and he was like, yeah, man, we sold out of those within a few minutes. And I did also ask, hey, did you even get any in the store? And he's like, yeah, we got some. And those are going to fulfill the Alaska pre-orders that came through. So I was like, crap. So no ETA yet on those graphics cards from not only NVIDIA, MSI, uh, uh, EVGA, any of the other guys, everybody sold out. So I think there was like five distributors outside of NVIDIA, all of the 3080s got sold out. Of course, there's shenanigans happening on eBay and on local. Do you want to buy my pre-order? Do you want to do this for way more than, of course, what it costs? Because the the retail of it's $699. I saw on eBay up to $1,400, $2,000. This is ridiculous. I The price gouging on that stuff is just crazy to me. With all of that, though... Um, I'm still waiting on a 3080. So I'm not sure if I'm going to go with 3080 on that or if I'm going to elevate up to the 3090. 3090 is double the price, but it's also double the graphics card. So I'm not sure yet. I'll have to answer that question uh, here within the next couple of days because the good old uh, 3090 comes out on the 24th again in the pre model or the pre order kind of setup. And uh, we'll see how that goes. So I'm patiently waiting. While, though, speaking to that same Best Buy guy, and he, we were going back and forth for a minute or two, uh, he brought up, you, you know, it's also PlayStation 5 day. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. It is PlayStation 5. How, how did that go? And he just flat out told me, he's like, look, they all sold out and it crashed our server. And I was like, holy shit. And, of course, he's like, yeah, man, it was it was way crazier than they had expected. And if you think about that, though, on the 17th, there was two massive releases. Whether you're going to get a graphic chart or not, whether you're going to get a PlayStation or not, you have to recognize those as two big, probably arguably some of the biggest hardware tech release pre-orders to date. 
<clears throat> as far as 2020 goes. Now, there's been a lot of other things that we're not going to go into, but as far as gaming, it's the biggest thing, the first two biggest things in gaming to this point of 2020, which obviously, again, tomorrow will be the third biggest with the Xbox um, pre-order party or release or what have you. Now, that's also going to be huge. Again, I believe it is 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 Eastern time. Don't quote me on that. I would let me I'm going to scroll through here. I just so happen to have the Xbox website pulled up. Actually, I don't know if it says times. I think I looked that up uh, all over. So now, of course, if you go to bestbuy.com and you click on the XB, Xbox, you can do the notifi- notification thing. I, I mentioned that in a, I, I think two episodes ago. So what I would say is, is do that because there is a recommendation on there that flat out says, hey, if you're going to pre-order this, you should be loaded on the screen prior to. So once it comes available, you hit the notif- or you hit the pre-order and you pump right through it. Because if you don't do that and you're screwing around and you're adding a bunch of crap to your cart, you may lose that pre-order. In fact, I did read online several uh, folks that did that with the RTX 3080, the graphics card where they were doing it. I even read a couple on the uh, PlayStation where they got like stuck in the cart. And once you're stuck in the cart on pre-order, you're out of luck. So myself, uh, Dustin, we've already, you know, we, we've discussed our plan of attack. And again, you know, I'm interested to hear what everyone else is uh, gonna gonna go for. I will be attempting to get a Xbox Series X right out of the gate Tuesday morning with everyone else and am very happy to do so because once once this all kind of starts sinking in like pre-orders coming uh we've got a little over a month and then we've got games checking out Cyberpunk and stuff it's exciting this is exciting and I think um the reason that this is more exciting than probably some of the past for me personally is given the circumstances of 2020 and uh, for again, for me personally, to where it's like I have relied heavily on a lot of these video streaming services for entertainment. Now, granted, I do play video games here and there, um, but I just, uh, for whatever reason, I just haven't, you know, dove too deep into video games. And I feel like this and the graphics card for me are, uh, well, it's two different things. Graphics cards for video and audio editing for a completely different segment. But I, I just, I don't know, maybe it's just a hardware thing or maybe it's the potential of something new, something that I can interact with uh, during these COVID times. It's got me so just so darn excited. So with all of that being said, I will let you know, and I guarantee Dustin will as well, probably on the Friday show or or uh, maybe um, I'll do a, a quick five minute or 10 minute or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But either way, one or both of us will let you know if we got our pre-orders in, because I think it's uh, kind of cool, super important to see who got it, who didn't. Um, but like the RTX, though, to jump back uh, and even the PlayStation, because I checked out the PlayStation and there's there's no information. So the Xbox can be faced with this as well. So let's just hypothetically speak, uh, hypothetically talk about Tuesday afternoon when all the pre-orders are sold out. The Xbox is sold out. The RTX 3080s are sold out. The PlayStation 5s are sold out. I have yet to, and of course, this is early in the week. I have yet to hear 
um, with the exception of Xbox because it hasn't done it yet. But for PlayStation and uh, NVIDIA, the graphics cards or any of the other distributors, a solid date on the supplies being replenished. Now, I did hear a lot of things, you know, about Microsoft, about PlayStation, as far as they ramped up production, and yet, but that's still not a date on when can they expect more pre-orders, um, and, and is it a waste of time? So, what I mean by that is, do we all pre-order now and then they ship out all of those systems in our in-store, so you can just walk in the store and buy them? I guess we'll have to see. Uh, with the exception of the NVIDIA graphics card, because you can't get them in stores because they're sold out. Not only are they not available, they're not available anywhere online or uh, in store. So something to think about, um, because if there is a massive delay, that's going to suck. No matter which which road or path you decided to go down, whether it's a PlayStation, Xbox, or graphics card, or, or none of them, and you were doing something else, I don't know. Totally would suck to miss the pre-orders and have to wait several months because none of us know, right? So until we know, could be in limbo. Regardless, no one's getting it sooner with the exception of the YouTubers that and media folks that are going to get these systems early to do kind of uh, hype them up. Outside of that, no one's going to get them prior to release date, so... We'll see, and we do have some padding or some time between now and then. All right, enough of the Xbox and the uh, PlayStation and the graphics card. It's actually, before I move on to my next uh, subject, it's it's actually been kind of fun uh, for me, and Dustin's dove into the conversation from, from his point of view as well, because all of this is happening and it's relevant to not only the podcast, but it's relevant to, to what I'm trying to do, what Dustin's trying to do, or we want to do as far as uh, entertainment goes and as far as consoles. So it's been cool that there's been so much news kind of back to back to back to back. Uh, you know, in my last podcast, I, I was harping on PlayStation for not saying anything. And they did have some quite a few leaks and they denied them, denied them, denied them. And then bam. They had to release because I think their boat was uh, <laughs> their boat was filling full of water because I don't know what their plan was outside of releasing because of the <clears throat> leaks. But interesting, very interesting time. So more news will come from myself or Dustin or both as the days get closer to the actual consoles being in our hands and giving us the ability to give you some type of review, um, not only of the games, but the system itself. Super stoked about that. Talking about uh, Xbox a little bit before I switch switch gears, uh, I did get a couple of games recently, which was I did, and I said I would. Got Tony Hawk 1 and 2, the remaster. Incredible. If you were a guy... Or gal in the late 90s and you were into gaming most of us myself heavily included late 90s early 2000s um played a whole lot of tony hawk and i absolutely loved it in the remaster equally as fun i played that quite a bit and another game that i played i got it from uh i think it was game pass i believe it, i could be wrong it could it could have been from gold on xbox and that was the new Mortal Kombat. Had some fun playing that. I uh, played several characters, and uh, it was just fun. 
granted, it's still it's still that also was kind of nostalgic because it's still very similar. They got some of the active environment stuff going on, uh, but fun. Those are the two games I've been playing recently. I'll you know I'll, I'll start talking through some of the games because there's a lot of games I want to play, but I've got a lot going on at the moment this winter with everything. I'm hopeful that I'll have some stints or, or periods of time where I'll be able to actually dive into some of these games and give uh, at least my perspective, not, not just of the game, but of the experience, uh, especially with a game like Cyberpunk, like I talked about earlier. All right. So I think I've said it twice. Let's uh, jump over to, to a little bit of tech, shall we? A little bit of tech news. Today, I wanted to talk about the GoPro Hero series. So if you are an action cam kind of person, or maybe you're into vlogging or family video, you should be familiar with GoPro and the Hero name. And for the most part, they're on their ninth iteration of this incredible groundbreaking camera. And most of us, um, I have several Hero cameras for uh, YouTube and whatnot, but most people have had a version or know someone that has had a version of a hero cam within those nine versions. And maybe, again, maybe it's as casual as you're, you know, you're recording a visit to the beach or you're recording Christmas or you're out riding bikes or what have you. You've, you've used one, you've had it. Um, and, and if you haven't, they're very simple cameras. They've got a couple of inputs. They've got a lot of settings you can adjust with them, but it takes just a simple SD card and it does what it's supposed to do. Is it as fancy as other cameras? No, but it is a, uh, in my opinion, it is an incredible camera at a great price that uh, does exactly what it should do every time. Now I have had issues, but that's not what I'm here to talk to you about today. Let's talk about the differences and some of the new features of this new Hero 9 Black. So to catch you guys up, if again, if you're not familiar with it, there's been quite a bit of uh, structural change that started with the Hero 7, the Hero 8, and then over to the Hero 9. Now, talking about the Hero 9, one of the biggest structural or visual appearances is that they actually have a color screen on the front that does show you show you pretty much what what it looks like to me is the same information that you would have on the back with color pretty cool right let's uh go down a little bit so photo has been amped up so if you do take photos and i do i've taken several photos with my gopro simply because if i'm shooting a video and i need a thumbnail or i wanted a couple extra photos it's super simple swipe over snap some shots off you're going is are are these equal to your expensive dslr or maybe even your iphone that can be debated depends on what you want to use it for if you want photography style photos you're not going to use a gopro you're going to use a uh well-equipped camera from a distributor that makes just cameras generally speaking but in this case we're talking about that hero and 20 megapixels up from 12 so for those folks, that's a that's a pretty big improvement. So 20 megapixels up from 12. Both 7 and 8 had those. Uh, let's. They all have HDR. Now, video, what's cool about that is the new Hero 9 offers 5K at 30 frames per second in variations of 
uh, everything below that frame rate, which brings you to like the 4K 60 frames per second, etc., etc. Also, super cool. The big thing with 5K or 8K or even 4K, just uh, hear me out for one second. The reason that that's so awesome is maybe you don't edit in those those that high of definition because it, it can be quite taxing on systems but you can downscale it and it gives you more flexibility because a it's a it's essentially the double uh, double of 1080p in in all that information and what's cool is you can zoom in zoom out and it's almost seamless because you collected it in addition to that um, generally speaking when you do downscale it looks better or if you wanted to zoom on zoom in on something like i said it looks better um 100 bit transfer rate you always want to transfer the information uh obviously at a you know in this case at 100 bits or higher it uh keeps everything clean um and it's what you want for quality footage now video stabilization so if you're not familiar hero 7 started the internal uh, uh, Hypersmooth and then Thero, Hero 8 had Hypersmooth 2 and Hypersmooth 3 is now in the 9. I'm not sure uh, what exactly is different, but Hypersmooth is an incredible feature that GoPro brought out simply because it's uh, like having a gimbal, but not. Now, you've seen that in the commercials when they had the uh, GoPros hooked to the bikes and they're running through the woods, and it shows you almost as though it's it's like floating down, and that's due to the hyper smooth uh, function of this camera. Very cool. Uh, also, looks like there's uh, hor or the horizon leveling in camera. There's the front. Let's see, digital lenses. So it's got super view, wide, linear, linear plus, horizon leveling, and narrow. So horizon leveling and linear plus would be the two new lens options um it does have the 1.4 inch color lcd with live preview and status that's what i was talking about earlier with that screen on the front um batteries are removable i do suggest if you do buy a gopro always buy the ones with the removable batteries they had some runs early on that had internal batteries i'll tell you right now the biggest problem with that is when you're out in the field or you're out doing whatever I'd rather have five batteries than to try to recharge the camera. I can throw a battery in and out in any GoPro in a matter of seconds, if not minutes, if it had cases, as opposed to stopping and not being able to record or do anything simply because I have to charge the unit itself. Keep that in mind. Um, let's see what else does it have. It has a standard 33 feet or 10 meter uh, rugged, the, the waterproof test. Now, water to, waterproof testing with GoPros is critical to know and keep this in mind. If you're modifying your GoPro or putting special cases on it, that means it may not retain that waterproof uh, stamp means water can get in it will destroy your camera so if you do get like the media mod or if you get a case from amazon make sure you look at that um they also added uh time warp 3 which is uh, again it's just enhanced features of the older iterations um let's see it has time lapse night mode slow-mo those are all the same features let's see what hindsight is so never missed a moment again this powerful new feature captures video from 30 seconds before you press record. Imagine your little leaguer gets to, gets to hit the first base as she sprints for first. 
you press record, Hindsight will capture 30 seconds of video before you hit the shutter button and everything after until you stop recording. That's actually kind of cool. So that's like a reactionary feature. That's kind of cool. Um, they both had live bursts. Schedule capture. That's literally what it is. So you can set a timer to it and it'll turn on. That's also cool. Settings and precast, custom, uh, it's all customizable. Live streaming is in 1080p. They did add uh, one cool thing they did add to the Hero 9. You can jerry-rig the other heroes, but this actually has a flat-out uh, web camera. So you can use it just as a web camera if you elect to do so, which is pretty cool. So you can live stream with it. You could, It's just a cool. I think it's cool because you own this thing. It does a great job for you. You hook up some better audio like like in my case, what I have going on here, and you've got yourself kind of a nice little nice little package. Uh, it's also compact. That's the most appealing thing to me about it being a uh, webcam is, is if you have that thing hooked up, it's, it's snug away. It isn't like having a huge DSLR or a huge uh, nice camera sitting there. Uh, it continues to pack a lot of the same features again. Um, it does have the, the uh, I already talked about that, it has GPS, face, and smile detection, ProTune, raw photo capture, protective housing. Let's see, compatible housing. Okay, so it is. It does have a special protective housing, which is, I'm not sure about that. GP1 chip, they all have the same chips. They all have cloud. Uh, let's see, audio features, three mic. Those are all the same way format. Looks like the rest of the features are pretty much the same. With medium mode, okay. Yeah, they do. So that's the Hero camera. I, I wanted to bring this up because, again, I, I'm a huge fan of Hero. I had no idea. Well, I did have an idea that they were coming out with them. I've owned quite a few Heroes. I've got several Sevens, several Fours, um, variations of Four Silvers, Four Blacks. I've got, uh, like I said, a couple of Seven uh, Blacks. I've got an Eight Black. Does the Nine warrant a new purchase i'm not sure um it depends because i'm trying to use my uh, gopros more and more so if i find some rough mounts for my current ones and i need to expand yes i will probably go to a nine i like a lot of the features i like the new the higher resolutions i like that the uh, bit rate is sitting at 100 megabytes uh for 5k 4k and 2.7 video video stabilization's been tuned and tweaked a little bit and it has that front screen that's my taste what this means for you though if you want to be an enthusiast of gopro check out the hero sevens are on sale and they're still available in your retailers um in some of them there is still ample uh ample sevens around and of course eights are going on sale as well so that's kind of cool in itself now let me look oh another thing with the hero 9 is they will have a couple of special products built just for that hero 9 such as the hero 9 black max lens mod which allows you to max out your stabilization in field of view with max lens mod combining unbreakable max hyper smooth stabilization with an ultra wide 155 fov field of view digital lens uh, Max Hyper Smooth is unbreakable video stabilization up to 2.7, 60 frames a second. Super cool. That is super cool. Um, I won't dive into any more of that. One last thing I wanted to touch on in the tech world is if you were an Apple guy or gal, you already know, but I'm here to remind you that Apple did recently release the 
watch series six. And the big things that I've taken away from reading about this specific product is it's it appears as though there is a lot of push for more health conscious uh, information kind of things. And that's what at least I read quite a bit. One of the features is the wash up countdown feature. Apple Watch automatically detects when you're washing your hands and encourages you to go for the full 20 seconds. Um, stay well versus wellness. I mean, there's a lot of things. Get help when you need it. So you got your emergency services. That's that's always been on there. Um, they did. I believe they did tune the heartbeat monitor quite a bit. The uh, blood oxygen is in there. Keep your wellness uh, EKG on your wrist anytime, anywhere. So there's a lot of really cool kind of healthy. Um, and when I say healthy, I mean like flat out like health uh, kind of information. They do have other features that I believe were available on previous models. I have a, uh, I think I got like a second gen, so I'm quite a few gens back on the Apple Watch. I like, I, I personally like it. I like the ease of use simply because it gives you the mini version or macro of what's going on on my phone. If I'm in, if I'm busy doing something, I, I can't say how important that thing is for me. So I can see, glance down and see, oh, someone texted me. Oh, I got an email. Uh, I got a notification about this, that, or the other at a whim. And then I just continue doing what I'm doing. Uh, I, I like that. It's grown on me, uh, but I had Samsung watches before that. So am I a buyer for this? Probably not. Uh, I, I like watches as a whole. I wear mine often, but I don't. All of these features are cool, and they are. I, I think they're pretty amazing. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't know. Oh, one of the other cool features, and I believe all of the uh, uh, watches have it, is once you link it up with your phone, or with yeah, with your phone, you will gain the uh, like auto unlock mode if you carry a MacBook that has the locking features. So. That uh, That is out there, the Apple Series 6. If you want to check that out, that's at apple.com. The GoPro stuff's at gopro.com. And, of course, Xbox is uh, dropping tomorrow as I started this conversation with us today. And I think I'm going to end it on that note, guys. Hey, I do appreciate everybody that's listening to it. I'm getting back my uh, – get, trying to get my rhythm back. There's a lot of cool things and topics that I'm going to be cover, covering on the Monday Madness show. I know Dustin's been writing up a storm like a madman uh, with, with cool ideas, concepts, and, and, and just different approaches. So as I wrap up the uh, good old Monday Madness for you here today – you know, please take a moment, hit subscribe. If uh, you're not aware, we have the Culture Jack podcast available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and a couple of other platforms. So if you're listening to this for the first time, and maybe this isn't your regular platform, check us out elsewhere. Hit subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in, guys. Check out Dustin's show, and uh, I'll catch you next Monday. Monday.